How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's trending in social media right now? The Dallas Cowboys losers in the wild card round of the playoffs. The first team to lose to a seven seed in the postseason. As the Green Bay Packers advance, the Dallas Cowboys have won five playoff games since 1996. Damn. Five. Since 1996. Who sent that meme? Brady's daughter held the Super Bowl trophy more than the Cowboys have won a playoff game since she's alive. Uh, I don't know who sent that one. I saw the one that said that the Green Bay Packers have won more in AT&T Stadium than the Cowboys have in the postseason. They won a Super Bowl there, and they beat them twice in the playoffs. That's, I mean, that's, that's bad. That's bad. But, you know, one of the things after, they, after the game, Jerry Jones was interviewed, and he says, we've got to stop doing this with the Dallas Cowboys. And my question was, what does that even mean now? That doesn't mean anything now. You know, Dallas Cowboys, your team is 5-14 and 14 in the postseason since 1996. They're a team that my kids don't remember you ever winning anything. You, are you really the, quote, air quotes, Dallas Cowboys anymore? I just can't believe that the Lions and the Packers are in the division around and the Cowboys and the Eagles are out. Oh, out. <laughs> Who would have predicted that to be yeah, the season? I mean, maybe the Lions. Or, you know, at the beginning the Lions, of the I thought. But, but not still. The, those two. Yeah. Who would have predicted? No, here's a better question, Ed. Who would have predicted that 10 weeks into the season? Yeah. 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 You, you may have thought those two teams may have gone and squared off in an NFC championship game. And now both of them might be looking for new coaches. Think about that for a second. They both might be looking for new coaches. We them boys. Jeremy, who's a good fit for that job? Well, you know, everybody keeps bringing up Belichick. I don't think he's a good fit. I don't think. Do you think Jerry Jones wants to give up any sort of power to this guy? You're going to have a power struggle with your. I don't think Atlanta's giving up a lot of power to him either. They're going to have to. I think I think he winds up in Atlanta, Belichick. But for the I Cowboys, I don't think he's going to be all power though. I think the Cowboys should hire one of these young up and coming. Like, I'm not even going to mention any Ravens coaches, but like, I feel I feel like you should look in that direction. Why not go with the Lincoln Donald. Riley? Yeah, I, I heard Lincoln Riley was in the mix. But that mean you can't go get him. No, I heard he's in. The, yeah. So he is in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said I don't think he's in the mix. No, no I saw it. They, they had his picture up on TV. There. I think he, I think he's a perfect. Yeah. I think he's a perfect fit. Why? He hasn't had success in college. Doesn't like, matter. That's what you want. That's who you want. He has had success in college, but I think he's a great offensive. To what degree, though? Like, what are we talking about? He hasn't won a national championship, if you think about that, but he's, he's won. I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't get this rewarding the, some of the college guys that have been good, not great at the college level. 
and just giving him a job. Like they did that with Matt Rule, at, you know, when he came into the Panthers because he had success at a couple different schools. Mm-hmm. It's like, but oh. Raleigh's had more success than him, though. Than Rule? I don't think he has. Yeah, Rule. Not when he came out. Rule was winning, Rule was winning had, games at Temple. He, wasn't, Ra- know, wasn't Raleigh in the playoffs? Baylor? In Oklahoma? He probably made one of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I Rule's never made that. At Baylor? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he was there during the playoffs. Only a rally at the Bucks game last. I guess to watch Baker. Yeah, he was just there to watch Baker. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Now, now let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Bill Belichick in Atlanta. Ed, will they have to make some kind of agreement to get him a quarterback? Because there's no way he's going with the quarterback situation that he has right now. You don't like Desmond Ritter? No, no. <laughs> I don't like uh, Heineke, Ta- Taylor, Taylor Heineke either. No. Yeah, I'm assuming someone like Belichick can actually make demands and fully expect to have them met. One may be a quarterback. One may be complete control of a personnel. I mean, he's he did everything up in New England, and so. it didn't work. So well, you know, it worked it, for a long time when he had a quarterback. He had a lot of bad draft picks. I, I think number one, at his age, he may not want full control. Number two, I think with his recent success with full control, maybe I have some leverage saying you're not getting full control. You know, you you'll yeah. have, you'll have a voice, but you won't have the last say. Yeah, I don't know how that works, honestly. When you have control of everything, you, I really think you need to have somebody doing yeah the personnel and someone doing the on field coaching. The two can't work. The problem I have though is I don't think you should fire fire hire a coach and then go look for a GM. It's kind of got to be your he's guy. St- he still got control. Yeah, think and about it. Just and even in college, college coaches have recruiting coordinators. Yeah, they don't go out and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They have somebody else to go coordinate for them. Also, uh, what's trending today is National Religious Freedom Day. Uh, that's what's trending on the fan. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You knew it was coming. Let's get Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Damn. Good morning, fellas. What's going on, man? What's happening? Are you all right, man? I'm all right now, man. You somebody, know, a somebody, days, sent man. Me, somebody sent me a picture with you just... Looking up in the uh, air at AT&T Stadium, looked like you were contemplating life. Yeah, you were like Stefan Diggs watching the confetti fall after they <laughs> lost. Yeah, I couldn't believe what was going down, man. It was like, man, this really happening. Could you, you know, you, like, could you not believe it? Really? Did you? Were you really that surprised? Just be honest. At the end of the day, like you said, Rob, man, dude, the Cowboys invent new ways to lose, man. You know, like, but like, just the the feeling that stadium, man. We was like, is this really happening? Like, like to a seventh seed and. Even most of the Packers fans did didn't think they really had a chance to win, and they just lose like that, man. I'm like, man, something got to give, man. McCarthy got to go, Dan Quinn got to go. Like the team was just unprepared, unmotivated. Like, what did, did they practice all week or what? You know, I think they thought they was going to win. Like, we the Cowboys, y'all going to roll over for us? Like Jerry Jones said, like you know, like. Mm. But um, it's just sad, man. Like, I'm first lost the fat words. boys break up now. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad though, man. But listen, we—I we, think they need to go get Harbaugh though. And um, nah, Harbaugh's gonna want some control. Know, control, some control. Yeah, how much control you think he? Uh, you know, Jer- well, Jerry Jones—he's eighty-one years old. I think he knows his time is running out, so he might be able, you know, put his relinquish a little bit of control. Put it this way: if Harbaugh doesn't want control, I don't think he wants Jerry Jones in control. Control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, Rashad, I mean, Jerry Jones. Yeah, be safe in that snow, man. Be safe with those snow bunnies. Let's Wait, go. Where'd he go? He's gone. <laughs> he gone. Let's go to Columbia and get Wayne. What's up, Wayne? Hey, um, Angry Joe said everything I was going to say, but 
One thing I'm concerned about, if the Ravens let the uh, Texans in the game, can they come back at the end if it's a close game? They are so used to having big leads, uh, they haven't been tested that much except for Jacksonville. Let me know what you think. Thanks a lot. Um, I I think they've been tested. They've been in a bunch of close games. They found ways to win. I don't I don't know that I have that big of an issue with with the Ravens this year not being in close games. Like it's not like they dominated games and just Would you rather they were the Vikings like last week? Last week they won like, you know, you lose or you win every game by like three points. Like it's not their fault that they kick the snot out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh you look at some of the the wins early on in the the year, the, the, some of the close losses. You had a, you had three games that you should have won that you lost. You know, realistically, they had a lot of one score games yeah. this year. And the weird thing is, some of the blowouts came against some of the best teams they faced. Goes back to Joe's anger. Yeah, <laughs> tell him why you're mad, Joe. Uh, you just tuned in, Baltimore City, Baltimore County schools closed, Harford County closed, and Arundel now is closed, and Cecil County are all. Close today due to inclement weather. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Ken McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock with film study. I can't wait for that. Uh, Destination Vegas at 730. Uh, talk about the biggest wild card surprises over the weekend. But up next, Cordell Woodland. There's a certain Raven that may help them in the postseason that Cordell wasn't that excited about getting before they got him. We'll ask him to reevaluate up next on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the snap. Dak back to pass. Throws up in the oh. middle. Intercepted. Picked up by Savage. Down the near side numbers. Darnell Savage is gone to the end zone. Touchdown Packers. Second interception thrown by Prescott. And this one goes to the house. Darnell Savage jumped in front of it and went untouched all the way to the end zone. 26-0 Green Bay. 8-16 on the snowy Tuesday, a couple of school closings for you. Baltimore City, Baltimore County, both closed. Harford County closed. Anne Arundel County closed. Cecil County closed. I covered all of them in our area, right? Sounds like it. That's all of them. 410-583-1057. If, if you want more details of that, just call Joe. Ask him. Tell him Rob told you to call him. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK uh, Law Guest Hotline from Shaking Up Sports, he is Cordell Woodland. What's up, Cordell? What's going on, guys? Doing What's well, up? man. When last we talked, you were unequivocally against the signing of Delvin Cook. I wasn't that happy about it myself. It hadn't happened yet. You said no way it's going to happen. Now that he's here and he could possibly help us in the postseason, how do you feel about the move? 
Um, I mean, it's it's a it's, it's a, a move. move that gives it's... them a you know a, a, a weapon. I, it doesn't move the needle for me. I'm sorry. I, I got you. I, I, I tried to. I mean, I, I get people's excitement. It's a name, um, but at the end of the day, we're talking about at best a third string running back um, being added at this time of year. I, my expectations are just low. Uh, they're low. I mean, I I think I wouldn't be shocked if at some point he is activated. Um, and given an opportunity, but even if he gets in the game, I, I I don't know how big of an impact he'll have. I don't know how many opportunities he'll have. I like I said, it I, I think a lot has to happen in this time of year. You have to be sure with whoever you're putting out there that you know that they're ready to play and that they're that they understand your scheme, your playbook, what you want them to do. So um, I, my expectations are still low. But look, it's an upgrade over. Owen Wright or Jake Funk or Melvin Gordon. Um, but other than that, I still think Justice Hill and Gus Edwards will still be the two main guys. What about the argument about needing depth in the postseason? You know, especially you're going to run the ball, if, you know, you're going to hit weather and things like that. You're going to probably keep the ball on the ground a lot. Um, you know, one of those guys just gets, you know, twists an ankle. You're going to need somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what he's here for now. I mean, if somebody gets hurt or something like that, then – Sure, you know, now now it's great that, that he's here. But um, assuming nobody doesn't get hurt, I mean, they've already got three guys that are going to eat up their carries between Lamar, Justice Hill, and, and Gus Edwards. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much will be left for Dalvin Cook if he gets in the game. I mean, it's not like it's been much there for Melvin Gordon. You know, whenever he has been activated, we don't see a lot of him, even in the Week 18 game where it doesn't matter. He fumbles one time, he's out. I mean, it does it, it does it doesn't matter. So I mean, yeah, if one of those guys get hurt, absolutely. You, you the the signing looks like gold. You heard it. He loves it. It's good signing, gold signing. <laughs> from Cordell right there. Hey, Cordell, let me ask you about the matchup uh with the Houston Texans. What makes you nervous? Oh man, I think uh I I I respect their offense tremendously. Um I think as good of a job as Mike McDonald has done as a defensive coordinator, I think you could make the argument that Slawick has been just as good as an offensive coordinator, especially down the stretch of the season. They they just run like a it seems it reminds me of a college style offense, the way you see guys running wide open. Um, and, and down the field. I mean, you just don't see that at the NFL level. Receivers, especially very high-quality receivers like Nico Collins, running wide open. And this is without Tank Dale. Um, I just love the spacing in their offense. I think they're all – Laramie Tunsil put on a, a clinic on Saturday uh, against Miles Garrett. I mean, I didn't even know Miles Garrett played in the game until the end. So, um, I definitely respect their offense. Their defense showed me something on Saturday, too. Really stout against the run. Cleveland helped them by really not running the ball. But I've all, they've always been a takeaway a, a take defense. They got yeah. the turnover Saturday. Um, I don't know if that defense travels. I don't, I don't know if that defense travels to Baltimore. That's my concern with them. But without question, I think that offense will be there. Cordell Winland joins us from Shake About Sports. Cordell, uh, how about C.J. Stroud? He has impressed me. Uh, he impressed me when he was here the first week, and we all said put a pin in that because that kid could grow, and he has grown in leaps and bounds. Um, how much are you impressed by the young quarterback? Uh, very impressed, very impressed. I mean, I think he's a top-ten quarterback right now as a rookie, the way he's playing. Um, and, look, he was good week one, but I didn't expect the Texans to be this. You know, I thought they 
sneak up on people, win some games that they probably shouldn't. But I, I didn't expect them to be sitting here at the divisional round as a division winner either. Everybody was so ready to crown the Jags this year. Um, so you got to give all of them credit, and C.J. Stroud especially. I mean, he really grew up right before our eyes and very fast. He can make every throw. It almost is similar to the way that offense used to run when Deshaun Watson was there when he was younger, man, just throwing that ball all, all, all over the field. They had one of the best passing games in the league, and that's what this Texans offense looks like now with C.J. Stroud. Now, this was, a, this was the best time of year, Mike. I love the NFL playoffs. Any – were there any big surprises for you this weekend? Either the Cowboys getting upset by the Packers, um, the Bucks beating the, the Eagles, or any anything really surprise you? Um, it's crazy. I, I really was ready to go out on a limb that the Rams were going to beat the, the Lions. I really were. Um, and and then and to be honestly, to be honest with you, I, once Matthew Stafford went down. I thought we were going to get one of those vintage Matthew Stafford comeback moments from back when he was with Detroit, when he goes out the shoulder injury and it looks like he's not coming back. Then he comes back in and he just leaves the comeback. I mean, it almost happened. Um, But I I thought the Rams were hot and I I thought they had enough uh, veteran leadership mixed with some elite young talent to really be able to uh, make some noise in the playoffs. So that shocked me a little bit. Um, I guess you could say the Packers beating the Cowboys surprised me. I mean, I figured we'd get some Cowboys uh, comedy at some point in January. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be this soon against the youngest team in the league. That that was surprising. I mean, the Packers have been hot to finish the year. Jordan Love is playing as good as any quarterback is right now. But as good as Dallas has been at home, undefeated, scoring almost 40 points a game, I, I didn't see that one coming this early. Give me your thoughts on the Bills-Chiefs uh, matchup that we get to see this weekend. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, I think the Bills – look, the, the thing with the Bills is they're, they're a true definition of this is a week-to-week league because they can look as good as they did yesterday, and then they could turn around and just – like they, they could be unrecognizable. Um, and it's, it, they live and die with Josh Allen. You know, is he going to have a good day? Or is he going to have a turnover-prone day? When he has a good day, I mean, they are almost unbeatable. He gave the Steelers. He gave the Steelers two yesterday, and they dropped both of them. Is that game yep. on CBS, by the way? The 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 Chiefs and the the Bills because Tony Romo might have an erection the entire game oh, talking well, about those two QBs. He's going to lose his mind. He can't. He, oh, between those two dudes, man, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, he he he's going to really lose his mind. But I'm I'm very intrigued by it. I mean, the Chiefs showed me something. I know everybody. Uh, nobody gave the Bill, uh, the the Dolphins a chance in Kansas City, rightfully so. Um, but I, I I thought the Chiefs really showed me something, especially Mahomes, his competitiveness and the way he was able to throw the ball and that weather. I love seeing great players like him challenged, and that's what's going to happen when he has to go to Buffalo. We may get a side of Mahomes we haven't seen yet, so I'm I'm really excited about that matchup. Hey, Cordell, tell us all about Shaking Up Sports and your podcast with Rita. Yeah, Shaking It Up Sports, uh, you can catch me weeknights on the fan, um, usually from 7 to 9 or 6 to 8, given what, uh, depending on what's going on that night with Maryland Sports and other programming. Um, and uh, the Win and Drive podcast with me and Rita Hubbard, you could catch that anywhere you get your podcast from, especially now that it's playoff time and the Ravens actually have an opponent. Uh, we'll have a lot more quality content coming for you. You are the man, Cordell. Thanks a lot, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate it, guys. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. 
Kim McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock in studio. Shovels. You may need one, like a real shovel, today at 745. But on the other side, Destination Vegas. You watched the wild card weekend. What was the biggest shock, biggest surprise of the weekend? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Here's the snap. Dak back to pass. Throws up in the middle. Intercepted. Picked up by Savage. Down the near side numbers. Darnell Savage is gone to the end zone. Touchdown Packers. Second interception thrown by Prescott. And this one goes to the house. Darnell Savage jumped in front of it and went untouched all the way to the end zone. 26-0 Green Bay. I guess that's Joe's pick for the biggest surprise of the wild card weekend. Not necessarily mine. Ed Norris, what's your biggest surprise for the wild Super Wild Card Weekend? Um, ooh, I would say the Packers, and not because they won. Because I, frankly, I, I don't believe in the Cowboys. I just haven't. Um, but I think they get they just that game was even as close as the score. Yeah, they got their asses kicked. So I was like, I didn't think the Cowboys would go far. I just didn't think you would be the ones to knock them out. Yeah, and, and, and just embarrass them like that yeah, they in, their, in their house. Is that it for uh, Jason Kelsey? He's crying on the sideline. I think it might be. Um, there was a lot of talk about he and his brother possibly retiring, um, whether, you know, uh, the offseason well, kind of. Tay Tay. It could be. I mean, they were talking about engagements and all this other stuff mm-hmm. with uh, T-Swizzle and uh, Travis Kelsey. But, yeah, Jason was a little upset, holding back tears, fighting it back last night. I mean, if you had to, like, I'll, I'll go on the other end of the spectrum, even though I expected the Bucks to win and just hated the way the Eagles played down the stretch. But I was just saying to you guys, like, I, to me, that's a bit of a surprise in how bad they lost. Yeah. Because they, they looked like they didn't want to be there. And now it has you talking about Nick Sirianni, whether or not he should be the head coach of the Eagles anymore, which seems like such a crazy thing. If we went back six weeks ago, this was the best team in football. Uh, I can't really say I'm surprised by a team – because the Houston Texans putting up 45 points wasn't the Houston Texans' office putting up 45 points. Joe gave him 14 of those points. I am surprised by the poise of the rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud in his first playoff game. This young man was 16 of 21, 274. He averaged 13 yards an attempt, too. So, guys, it was not like he was digging and dunking. He was throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. He had three mm-hmm. touchdowns, no picks, and a passer rating of 157.2. 157.2. Seems like he got a good head on his shoulders, too. He's just so poised, locked in. I love watching this cat play. Um, and and he just looks like he was the he looked like the quarterback that been here done that before on, on, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Then he, he looked like, I mean, I've been here before. You know, no problem. Zip. No problem there. Zip. I mean, he just, and he spreads it around. Um, I like the kid. I like the kid a lot. I hope his season ends Saturday night. But um, he was the he was the biggest surprise for me. Because no team really shocked me. Am I surprised the Cowboys lost? No. But I, can get, I get what Ed's saying. He's surprised the way the, the uh, Packers put, put it down on him. Am I surprised the Dolphins laid an egg? Not in that kind of weather in Kansas City. Didn't shock me at all. I'm not surprised the Lions won. I've been more surprised that the Rams won. Bills, Steelers, Steelers are nobodies. You know, just didn't, you know, playing in your division is different. And the Eagles, even though I thought they'd win with the way they've been playing lately, not shocked by that at all.
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, most people are going to uh, go to the Packers game just because of how many points they put up, what they did. I mean, Jordan Love looked just amazing out there. And it was, I hate saying a who's who of nobody receivers, but like it is. they were questioning whether or not Dobbs was going to be a bust. Um, you know, Christian Watson really not doing anything in the game. And it was the other guys. Uh, who was the other kid that caught uh, Wicks? Dontavian Wicks caught the one touchdown using the tight ends. They have double tights now that they use. Just uh, And in watching it, 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 it did look like the Cowboys was Cancun on three, baby. No, no, buddy. No, no team was Cancun on three like the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's no, team, no team was Cancun on three more than them. You watch some of the highlights of the, the Buccaneer touchdowns. They weren't even trying to tackle. No, receivers. I mean, not even making an effort. It was terrible. I mean, I'm happy, obviously, but they just were terrible. And also, Jason Kelsey, the tears look, look like a mixture of I'm done and I can't believe you guys laid an egg like this. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, it kind of looked like I'm done and I'm hurt. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm no team was Cancun on three like the Eagles. Greg in Columbia, hey. what's your biggest surprise? Yeah. Good morning. Go Ravens. I hope everybody's enjoying the playoffs. The, the NFL is just a blessed league. Um, I was surprised at how intense the Houston uh, Texans defense was throughout that game. Even when, even in the third and fourth quarter when they were up big, they just had that intensity that shut the Browns down. Yeah. I mean, they locked that thing down. The, the interception returns for touchdowns. They didn't let up. And now they're going to carry that over and come to Baltimore where it's going to be cold playing outside. Uh, we'll see what he's like in the conditions because it's going to be a lot different than what they were playing in this past weekend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a blessing. For a team that's used to playing indoors and in Houston, that weather's going to be real. I was on uh, with Rick Ritter yesterday um, on this show, and the meteorologist was on just before me, so I'm hearing the report for Saturday. I'm thinking, nine degrees? Yeah, not what I'm watching. <laughs> Did you guys notice anybody that looked like they didn't want to be out there because of the cold? Yeah, the Dolphins. Well, Mike McDaniel looked like. Did you see when they put him next to Shock G? Yeah. Humpty Hump? <laughs> Looks just like him, doesn't he? Yeah. It was so With funny. that red nose. No- <laughs> Dolphins, seriously, dude. It looked, like, it looked like they came out of the tunnel running and just stopped. No. <laughs> dude, they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Look at me. I'm skinny. <laughs> Mike McDaniel. Well, it's look, a terrible job with the Knicks. <laughs> you know what is funny though? Like looking at the matchups we have now. So we have two double-digit favorites, essentially, with the 49ers and Ravens, yeah. and then we have uh, the other matchups. Ravens are double-digit favorites? Yeah, I didn't check. They're uh, nine and a half point favorites. So. Opened up at eight and a half, quickly bet up to nine and a half. Uh, I got four, nine. Four or ten. See, yeah. I don't like this. I, I, I knew they were going to do this because you have to. They got their own site now. If you go on ESPN, they have their odds. There, yeah, ESPN bet. No. What you're going to deal with. But, uh, you know, like, again, the matchups are, are fairly good, uh, I think, this weekend. And as you pointed out, how about the Lions hosting a home playoff game in the second round? I mean, that was a great story. I don't know if people were watching. They were booing Matt Stafford, which I thought was a little aggressive. Uh, but that was a fun game. And and just how everything uh, turned out. You get that matchup for a guy that was on that team for all those years who he was traded for. Did you hear Dan Campbell after the game? You're good. Jared Goff, you're effing good enough for Detroit. Gave him a game ball. <laughs> I didn't think that was aggressive. That's what you're supposed to do. Make him feel uncomfortable. We'll cheer you after the game. 
But before the game, dude, this is combat. I'm not booing her. Guys. I'm booing him. Uh, but you're supposed to. It doesn't mean you don't like him. It means you're backing your team. This is a playoff game. Hey, Matthew, love you. No, you just get Love you, Matthew. That has nothing to do with it. You just get Thank loud you, when Matthew. he comes out. That's it. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Do that after the game. No. You don't do that before no. the game. I want to make listen, home field advantage is making your opponent feel uncomfortable. Didn't you Not say intimidated, that, uncomfortable. Didn't you say people should cheer Manny Machado when he came back? No. BS. I'm calling BS. Yes, you did. No. Pull the tapes. Oh, when we have that conversation. That year. Pull the tapes. I am a tell me about, I am a I, am I don't a, think he did. I don't think Shut I up, did Ed. either. Shut up, Ed. You don't know. <laughs> I do know. I was here. I'm an avid believer on fans can do what the hell they want to do. They uh, pay for their no, tickets, man. No, no, that's just. I, I, I think I said they should cheer him once and then remember he plays for another team. And they did. But yeah. I don't I, like. The only thing I don't think you should do, you shouldn't throw snowballs at the opponent. That was hilarious. That's not good. <laughs> You thought that was hilarious? That's, that's, that's unsafe. For. Really? Who throws a snowball? <laughs> Guy's trying to catch a touchdown. You're throwing a snowball at him. That's unsafe, man. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> the whole like thing it. cracked me up. They're throwing snowballs in the air, shoveling the seats. Oh, all right. I'm okay with the snowballs in the air. You know, you're throwing snow in the air when your team scores. I'm okay with that. Because that's not really, you're just scooping it up and throwing it in the air. I'm cool with that. That's a different life up so there. So the cats that go out there with their shirts off, do they stay that way the whole game? Or is it just when they know the camera's on them? Because that's that's a different kind of cold that we saw this yeah. weekend. I don't know what it is about those climates, but you you feel the need to do that once in a while. Yeah, it's also a different type of alcohol to drink. Yes, and that's Not, a little naughty head, a little Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, yeah, little Cisco. Okay, let me ask the question: Is this is this white people stuff? Oh yeah, you know the black guy that you saw with no shirt on? I did. You no. didn't see one, did you? No. There you go. Kim McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock in studio. If you get in, say, drive slowly, Kim. But on the other side, Ed Norris, you got a shovel for us? <laughs> oh, I have a goodie. Yeah, it's going to myself. Sadly, I think you're both going to enjoy this. Nice. <laughs> see the cuts on my hands? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Looks like you were punching something. Whips. If you have a shovel, I'm give a us mess. a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on X. At BBMS 1057 The Fans, Shovel's next. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 1057 The Fan. Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Ed Norris, who gets your shovel this morning? I'm giving it to myself. Now, Jeremy's closer. You want to take a look at this? See how deep how much skin is missing here? Yeah, you're missing quite a bit on those knuckles. Yeah, I'm missing quite a bit of skin, and I have other parts. I'm missing skin on my knee. Real bruised. Yeah. I decide I'm going to try to be like 25-year-old Ed down in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out of a mall. And I'm in the parking lot, and you know, some old lady's pulling out of a spot, and kind of whatever. So I decide instead of just waiting, I'm gonna do what I used to do: is I'm gonna just like you know run around the car and just get you know to my car. What I don't see is the trailer hitch on a pickup truck. Hits me right in the shin, blinding pain. Now I'm like, well, now I, I don't even know what's going on. My arms are full of bags. 
I hit the trailer hitch with my right shin. And you know, it's like in your head, it's like a movie. I'm like, whoa, 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 boom! <laughs> I ran about 10, 15 more yards. Not ran, but like stumbled, 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 kept losing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing balance, I'm losing my balance. I hit the pavement so freaking hard. And you ate it. Oh, I and I get up and I'm bloody everywhere. I'm, my knee's bleeding, my hands are bleeding. I, and the worst part was my ego was bleeding. Oh. Because everyone's like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Of course, I bounce up like a ball because I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Good. <laughs> so what all did you mess up? The shin, the knuckles? My, that- my right forearm still hurts. My shoulders. <laughs> it was a bad, it was a bad bang. Thank goodness. I, you know, went through worse than that. But that was, that was pretty painful. And then I have to run errands. I had to go pick up dog medicine. I had to go. I had to run errands after that couldn't be avoided. I couldn't put them off till the next day, so I'm bleeding at everybody's counters. It was just how, ridiculous. How you couldn't have got video of that, and then we could have put it on YouTube. Eddie takes a tumble. I I wish I could have because I know you. I knew you would enjoy this. I, you just try to picture it. Picture me in a pair of shorts in Florida, <sighs> having a nice day, and then the next thing you know, I get up and I'm a bloody mess and everything hurts, Ugh. and people are looking at me and I'm humiliated. It was bad. I'll be brief with mine. Mine uh, goes to, uh, we have homeowner's warranty, I guess you would call it. The company that has that. Uh-huh. So we've had our dishwasher we had an issue with went up. The oven went up. Um, and then uh, we also had an issue with our sump pump. So our house is built over a, like a, a creek. So there's running water underneath our house. So we have a sump pump and a backup sump pump. And on, what was that, Tuesday night or Wednesday night, uh, all that water that comes in. Uh, from the rain, we our basement flooded. Mm-hmm. So we put in a claim with the company. They've come out three times. They deny us every time. They find something to deny us on. And I don't know if our house is just so old that it doesn't fit the warranty. But what are we actually paying for? If, if everything keeps going up that we just bought this house and it's supposed to be under warranty, and you mm-hmm. come out and go, eh, not going to do that one. So we, we've been going back. Do and they cover appliances? They're, they're supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be a part of this of what we bought in the house. Right. It would already be covered. Um, so yeah, so we had somebody come out to fix. My wife ended up fixing the dishwasher by herself. The stove, we had them. They were coming out like n- networking, trying to figure out what was going on, and just hey, calling in. I, I don't know what's happening. Finally got it fixed, but we had to pay out of pocket for all of it. And every wow. time they come out, it's a hundred bucks for them just to take a look at it. Wow. My shovel goes to the people that are cheering. We're cheering for the Cleveland Browns. Listen, when Joe Flacco went to the Broncos, I didn't pull against him. I didn't care. Was with the Jets, I didn't pull against them. I didn't care. But you're cheering for the Cleveland Browns. Seriously. I love Mike Messina. I actually love Mike Messina. Didn't put cheer for him when he was a Yankee. You're a Yankee. If he had gone to the Diamondbacks, I would have. Hell, if he'd have gone to, to another American League team, I would have. But you're cheering for this man because he's a Brown? And you're judging me because I'm booing him? <laughs> Honestly. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns. I just want to see him here. I actually had someone tell me, guys, uh, if if he comes here next week, I don't know who I'm going to cheer for. Really? I don't get that. You're confused. <laughs> and you're judging me. I don't. He's a Cleveland Brown. I guess if he was a Steeler, you'd pull for him too then, right? Or a Bengal. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest thing ever. You should be you should be embarrassed. Let's get Antonio, who's been waiting patiently. What's up, Antonio? 
Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Good. Happy Taco Tuesday. Same to you. I'm, I'm kind of confused because it feels like Monday, but you're it right. Does, it's Taco yeah. Tuesday. I feel bad for my buddy Rashawn and his <laughs> loss. Now he can cheer for the Ravens. How will the Ravens get Mark Andrews back into the offense this week? And you guys have a wonderful Taco Tuesday. You have a wonderful Taco Tuesday as well. I hope they don't force him back into the offense, Ed. If he's back, then yeah. he'll be back. I just hope they don't force him in by forcing others out. Yeah, I, you know, that's what's that ruin? I don't think, I, but they won't. I, I don't think they will. I have a lot of faith in these guys. They seem to make good decisions. He's 100% ready. I think you got to bring him back. You got to bring him back. Absolutely. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you don't force him back in. The offense is flowing now. I don't think you go back, you don't go into Saturday game, Saturday's game thinking, oh, how do we get Mark Andrews the ball? I think Mark Andrews is going to run his routes. He's open. You hit him. But I think the offense is so flowing that you don't, so free flowing right now, you don't need to create ways to get him the ball. That's all I'm saying. No, if he's, if he's ready to play, you got to play. He's the guy. 410-583-1057. World is stupid at 830, but on the other side, Kim McCusick joins us, and he'll talk about that matchup between the Ravens and the Texans, and we'll revisit week one's matchup. See What does it mean for this Saturday? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.